Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Slaw Sports Show. I'm your host, Cole Noble, aka Slaw, and we just had a wild week in the world of sports. Not just NFL, not just NCAA, but all sports. And we're going to break that down today. And we are now T minus an hour and 25 minutes away from the Sunday um, kickoff games for the NFL week one. So I'm super excited about that and being able to watch all the games today. And we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Packers Bears game from Thursday, kicking off the NFL's 100th season. That was a great uh, defensive game to watch. And we're just going to cover a lot of various different topics today. So thank you guys for listening. And thank you again for all the support. The podcast is um, going to be blowing up to levels I've never expected um, in the coming weeks. And a lot of big things happening with me and with the show. So thank you guys for your continued support. And let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. So to get things started, we're going to begin talking about three major matches in the world of tennis that happened this past week. Um, the first one, Dimitriov roars back and stuns Roger Federer, and Dimitriov will reach the U.S. Open semifinals. So again, uh, sad news for tennis fans, we'll not see another Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal uh, U.S. Open match. And Nadal, um, he will head over to the U.S. Open getting his win, and now he's coming close to Federer's Grand Slam record. So we just got to look and see how Nadal does in the uh, tournament this year. And then Serena Williams uh, wins her match and she moves on to the U.S. Open as well. Um, and then in college football, Clemson wins their, or gets their second win over Texas A&M in a big, um, big victory. And then Oklahoma drops 70 points. A week after Jalen Hurts has this historic uh, 500 total yards, six touchdown performance. And that's what I talked about, guys. Jalen Hurts right now is my favorite for the Heisman. I called it before the season even began, and he's just he threw three more touchdowns. So that's nine total touchdowns in the first two weeks of the season. That's insane. Um, and that's good for Oklahoma fans, but right now it's uh, for the future, it's not looking too good because if Lincoln Riley, again, has another stud performance with a different transfer quarterback, he may end up leaving and going to a team like the Dallas Cowboys who have Jason Garrett right now in the last year of his contract. So we might see Lincoln Riley finally leaving and going to the NFL. Um, just sad news for Oklahoma fans, but just we're looking at another historic Oklahoma season at the quarterback position this year. So that's really uh, great to see, and I'm loving that. And then NFL uh, Week 1 kicked off Thursday night with the Packers versus the Bears opening up the 100th season of the NFL. And my Green Bay Packers got the dub, winning 10-3 to in a really tight defensive game. 11 total sacks between, the both, between both defenses. And uh, I wasn't really impressed. Um, with Matt LaFleur's new offensive scheme in Green Bay. But I feel like eventually it's going to come together. Rodgers had a couple opportunities to change some plays in the huddle, which is what's been a highly discussed topic with Green Bay this offseason. But he was able to change a couple plays on the line. And I'm pretty sure the 47-yard pass to Marquez Valdez-Scanlon was a um, call that was changed on the line. And that was a tremendous throw by Rodgers, one of his historic um, 
trademark froze. And Mac, uh, Khalil Mack for the Bears continued to be dominant, just one of the most ferocious athletes we've ever seen play on defense and in the National Football League. So he's going to be as scary as ever this coming season. And then the new look Packers defense led by Mike or Matt Petton, no Mike Petton, sorry, um, impressed in their first showing. Um, and then the new defensive players the Packers brought in uh, really impressed um, in this game. Uh, Zadarius and Preston Smith had a total of five tackles and two and a half sacks and 16 quarterback pressures. And that's really impressive. You think last about last year, the Packers had nine total pressures in the two games against the Chicago Bears. So Preston Zadarius Smith and that new defense already off to a hot start. And then Adrian Amos made his presence known in his return to Chicago, picking off Mitch Trubisky late in the fourth quarter, giving the Packers the win. And Mitch Trubisky struggled um, throughout most of the game. And some people are even uh, starting to compare the Chicago Bears to the 2017-2018 Jacksonville Jaguars. A tremendous defense, just subpar quarterback play that can't really back it up. So we got to see how Mitch uh, Trubisky can play going forward with all this uh, scrutiny being thrown his way. And then Jimmy Graham got the lone touchdown of the game on an eight-yard jump ball pass by Aaron Rodgers. On that same drive, Marquez Valdez-Scanling had the 47-yard completion. So not really a good offensive game, but great defensive game. It was fun to watch. just a nail-biter down to the end and just really impressed what I saw from my Packers defense. And then the biggest, um, well, I would say the second biggest uh, news from this past week in the NFL is the extensions of big players, um, just really key pieces to teams. The first one we're going to start talking about is Ezekiel Elliott finally ends his holdout and comes back to Dallas. They agree to terms on a six-year, $90 million deal uh, breaking Todd Gurley's record, and Ezekiel Elliott is now the highest-paid running back in the NFL. So Zeke got what he wanted, and now the Cowboys have their star running back uh, locked and loaded for another eight years because if you think about it, he still has two years on his rookie contract. So he's locked up for a while. And then the next piece that they're going to be looking forward to uh, extending is Dak Prescott. But from what I've heard, they're not too much... Um, they're not trying to get that done really quickly. Um, it might not be done by the start of the season, so it might not be done today. But maybe uh, later on in the season he'll get his extension going forward. Um, Tyreek Hill with the Kansas City Chiefs signs a three-year, $54 million deal. That is big. I think that puts him in top 10, maybe top 5 in wide receiver, wide receiver contracts. And then the... Uh, Los Angeles Rams extended two of their uh, key offensive players. Tyler Higby, their tight end, signs a four-year, $36 million extension. And Jared Goff, their star quarterback, signs a four-year, $134 million deal. And with quarterback extensions, um, this is something I've talked about privately uh, with friends and family. But looking at Jared Goff, I agree with that extension. Um, You know, he's going into his... Uh, third or fourth year this year and he's already been to the Super Bowl and you can argue that Carson Wentz probably deserved his uh, money and his extension having a almost MVP 
season that got cut short to injury. And he has a Super Bowl ring, but it's questionable because Nick Foles is the one that led them through the playoffs and through the Super Bowl. But looking at players like Dak Prescott going forward and just really questioning if he deserves as much money as the other ones. He had a tremendous rookie year, but um, a lot of the offensive scheme runs through Ezekiel Elliott and then goes over to Dak Prescott. So we'll see if Prescott will get the uh, same amount of money that these other players are getting. And then the Colts um, extended their new quarterback, Jacoby Bursett, on a two-year $30 million deal. So he is the man going forward for the Colts leading the offense after Andrew Luck's um, astonishing sudden retirement. And then Julio Jones, like me and Steve talked about last episode, um, as of yesterday, signs a three-year $66 million extension, making him the highest paid wide receiver in football. And that's something we saw coming. And now they get it done before the season starts, and Julio will be playing um, today for week one. So really good to see for the Falcons organization being able to lock in their star wide receiver for three more years. And then a extension that we don't see happening this week and won't see in the uh, near future by the sounds of it is uh, running back Melvin Gordon for the Los Angeles Chargers. And we're now seeing reports that he will be holding out at least through week six or eight. So uh, he won't be getting a contract until then. Uh, We probably won't even maybe see him get a contract with the Chargers. The Eagles already reached out to the Chargers regarding a trade for Melvin Gordon involving a pick swap and running back Jordan Howard, but the trade was declined by the Chargers. So maybe we'll see a couple more teams throughout the season uh, maybe try to trade for Melvin Gordon or maybe just wait like we saw with Antonio or uh, Le'Veon Bell and see if he gets released and they can just pick him up then. And then LaShawn McCoy, after being uh, released by the Buffalo Bills, signs a one-year $4 million deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. So the Chiefs continue to get stacked offensively. Defenses, defensively is the only worry for Kansas City going forward. But if we see Patrick Mahomes have another uh, historic season like we did last year, they're going to be a team to beat in the AFC going forward. But right now, what we're about to talk about, I have the Chiefs now as the number two team in the AFC. So the Antonio Brown um, drama saga of the offseason may finally be over. And um, we're just going to talk about the saga and the... um, this timeline of what's been transpiring for Antonio Brown throughout the offseason. On March 9th, he got his trade um, from the Pittsburgh Steelers over to the Oakland Raiders for, I think, a third and a fifth round pick. And then August 3rd, he announces or on Instagram that he's gotten frostbite on his feet. And then August 9th, six days later, um, was the first occurrence of the helmet grievances we've um we saw transpire just the NFL telling him that he's using an outdated helmet and must conform to the league policies. And that lasted a couple weeks and a lot of drama there of him finding a helmet. And then on September 4th, he was fined for skipping practice and a mandatory practice and then showed a lot of frustration about the fine on Instagram. And then the, the next day on September 5th had an altercation with general manager, Mike Mayock. So, it, that was really 
the downfall we saw of Antonio Brown with the Raiders. Two days later, on September 7th, he publicly went on social media again, demanding a release from the Raiders, and then later on in the day, it was granted to him. And then hours later, signs with the New England Patriots on a one-year, $15 million deal. So Bill Belichick, again, working his magic. Um, we saw this before, uh, a, the star running or receiver getting released by the Raiders and going over to New England. We saw it with Randy Moss, and then he set a single-season record for touchdowns the next year. So fantasy-wise, um, hopefully you didn't get rid of Antonio Brown when he was released and had all this drama with the Raiders because it looks like he's going to have a terrific season with the New England Patriots, now loaded at receiver with Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, who's returning, uh, Demarius Thomas, Antonio Brown, and Nikhil Harry just at wide receiver. They still have um, players like Sony Michelle and James White at running back. So this offense is already looking deadly. And not to mention Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, throwing to these guys. So they might have another historic season, maybe 16-0 and 0, uh, with Bill Belichick. We've seen it before, so maybe we see it again. This is just going to be really interesting. And then I really want to see how Antonio Brown acts going forward because uh, the league might get involved here if Antonio Brown all of a sudden just starts acting fine after all this drama he stirred up in Oakland. Maybe it was all part of a little Ponzi scheme to get released by the Raiders. And it's we're just going to have to see how that really plays over. But right now, Tom Brady has probably the best cast around him that we've ever seen. And um, if he doesn't win with this team he has right now, if they can't make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, I'm really going to start questioning the greatest of all time status he's um, come to form over the years because this team is loaded on off offensively, defensively, and special teams. So if Tom Brady and Bill Belichick can't win with this team, it's really going to be head-scratching going forward. And then some of the big games we got coming up for week one, we're going to see Rams versus the Panthers starting at 1 o'clock. That's going to be a good game. Um, Cam Newton will be fully healthy, Ron Rivera said, and will be playing. And then the Rams um, said that Todd Gurley is going to be fully healthy as well. So it's going to be a really interesting offensive game to watch. We got the Colts versus the Chargers. The Chargers, like we said, will be without Melvin Gordon. So they will be switching in Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson at running back. And then the Colts will be debuting Jacoby Bursett as the new starting quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. And then tonight, the Sunday night football game, we got the New England Patriots squaring off against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And unfortunately, uh, we won't be seeing Antonio Brown playing in that game. I really would have liked to see that against his former team, but instead, um, that will not be the case, but it'll still be a great game to watch, and the Patriots will be lifting their Super Bowl banner from last year in front of the Steelers players and fans um, after tying the Super Bowl record, I believe, with the Steelers, so that's just going to be a fun, fun night and a fun day of football, and I'm really excited to see all the games today. And just talk about them um, next week as we prepare for week two. So that's going to wrap up today's episode. We had a lot to talk about, but I think we got it all covered. So thank you guys for listening. And if you haven't already, go back and check out some of the other episodes. And without um, 
without further ado, I guess I will see you guys next time. And just thank you again for all the love and support you show for the the podcast. And yeah, that's going to be it. So I'll see you guys next time.